Austria. Are you ready? This is Brotherly Love Wrestling Podcast, your first stop for everything professional wrestling. So sit back and enjoy wrestling talk at its finest with your hosts, Larry Hall and Joe Corrado. Welcome, everybody, to Brotherly Love Wrestling. And on our show today, we have our executive producer uh, slash janitor, right? Custodial uh, extraordinaire. Bill Fry, welcome back to the show. Good seeing you again. What's up? What's up? We made Bill put his hair into a respectable ponytail before we did this because he looked like Skinner. <laughs> I was I was going for, you know, you, 90s you, Heyman, but you I nailed, guess it didn't you, work. You nailed Skinner. Right on, yeah. right on the head. <laughs> I feel like I look like if Big Cass got squished straight down and then expanded this way, I would figured I could go for that. We all know the, the real reason you're growing your hair long is to try and look like Adam Cole. That, that's, that's all it is. Honestly, I don't think... You're probably about wife, the same height. I, I, I think my, life, my wife would love me despite my long hair, but I feel like she wouldn't be nearly as happy. <laughs> A match made in some sort of weird heaven. <laughs> hey, okay. she is a dental assistant, so I mean, the whole she's my 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 Brit. What are we, what are we doing? What, what are, what are there we, you go. What are we doing here? Come on, someone what help intro, me. boys. Someone help me. I don't have it tonight. I got the fight spirit. I need you to pick up the fucking slack, man. I love it. If you're gonna just keep doing this, Bill, if you get under his skin this entire show, that'd be great. That's the entire reason I'm even on this show anymore. <laughs> I'm the one that fucking suggested having you on, you prick. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So last night, AEW Revolution, it was a stack card top to bottom. We've had a full day to think about it. That's always good. Yeah. Because right after I was fucking wiped. <laughs> yeah. I couldn't think. I couldn't even think quasi straight. I was, I was gone. But I think that fucking that tag match took it out of me big time. The really the I thought that was such a good match. I thought and I want to go over like what do we think like match of the night or moment of the night yeah. or just like highs, lows, anything in between, what we could have done without. I got you. What we needed more of, shit like that. Mm-hmm. And what like because Khan was saying that storylines are ending after this pay-per-view and they're gonna pick up like I think we know now that Punk and MJF are probably done. Yeah, I think likely. that I think that was probably the feather in the cap and the Wardlow. You might you might see like a blow off on Wednesday. To yeah, kind of I, I mean the feud. Maybe I don't know if they do they do that. I feel like they do things a little differently over there in AEW. But now Wardlow, it's got to be Wardlow and MJF. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That, that has to be the next build. Is tell, Punk tell you the truth? I don't even think it goes. Wardlow MJF. I think it goes Wardlow Sean Spears first. Because I think uh, the accountability first, and then you know, MJF kind of puts it that he's not worthy. You know, he's an ex contractor kind of thing. And uh, I mean that makes sense. 
And he's also got that title match on whoever wins Sammy and uh, Scorpio Sky. Yeah. For the, I think I thought that was dumb because we didn't know what the title was. They just said they got a shot at the title. I thought it was a title of his choosing. And what mm. I thought was going to be was going to be he chooses the heavyweight. Jake Cargill? Oh. Yeah, <laughs> the TBS still, championship. That'd still be a rough ass match. <laughs> that would be a better match than the people, the women that she faces. Like I think them two would be a better match. But anyway, that's beside the point. Uh, where was I going? Oh, Wardlow. I thought that he was going to get to choose which title, and he would choose the world title, and it would lead to MJF Wardlow at double or nothing, and. MJF being the champ. Although now that I'm saying that, MJF would have to win the title rapidly and then would he beat Wardlow? Or are you trying to are we the, are they now trying to build Wardlow to like top face of the company? Do you think that's more I think that top MJF is going to be the ultimate springboard. I don't think he goes towards a top title until at least after he faces MJF. So I don't think MJF is going to go anywhere near the title picture, especially if they're losing to Punk. I don't think he has the record. Well, I, I, I originally thought he was going to beat Punk. And I thought the turn was Everybody gonna, did for a and bit. I, and I thought the turn was going to happen after that. Yeah. But... I kind of I thought that it was going to be similar to what happened, that Wardlow was going to kind of turn, but MJF would pull it off anyway with uh, some o- other sort of shenanigans. Well, MJF isn't the type that you do a fast, a fast storyline with because he's no. actually one that is able to carry a storyline for multiple weeks or months. So he, a, one of those storylines that starts, pauses, picks back up. They do that a lot. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Like I, you'll, you'll get like a storyline and then you'll be like, all right. Oh, I forgot they even did this. And then they, they touch back on it. You're like, oh shit. It's back. Well, I guess it's well, it's also that they also intertwine a lot of storylines. There's so many people and, that they kind of have to. Yeah. I mean, you get like moments like, you know, Sting and Darby being involved with punk versus MJF and FTR. Like, I mean, you're getting crossover stories where, you know, you're having trios matches with, you know, multiple storylines are involved and stuff like that. Those are kind of like almost like one-offs or like very yeah. short. Those are like and that's brief, the thing. Is brief it, stories it, within a story. It, ki- it kills a week. And mm-hmm. that's the thing is it, it, it gets you to the next week. And I think with the, they tend to lot more long-term book than, you know, a WWE might. So I think that there there is a end goal for Wardlow. Oh I just, yeah, I would think there's an end goal for him. I mean, I guess they have to test the waters with him to see how over he could possibly get. And that's the thing. And I think if he's MJF not, is that tester strip. Yeah. Is that like the P strip? Kinda, yeah. <laughs> Same smell as MJF too. Urine? Yeah. How does he know this? <laughs> I meet probably, a lot of people. It's probably what your hair smells like. Skinner. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. 
you want to talk about something different now? <laughs> we, pass, we, we pass this now. You just the dead deal. ended us into in the yeah. end of that story. So he used a peace trip. Oh no, wait, I said peace. You did, yes, yeah. you did. I guess we could continue <laughs> and go somewhere else. What did you take away from the pay per view, uh, Mister Larry? <laughs> Since watching it twice, um, you're such a fucking mark. I think that Moxley and Brian could be a huge mistake for the tag for the tag picture. I mean, now you have to elaborate. You can't just because this is what they're leading to. And don't get me wrong, I think it's great, especially if Regal is going to be that manager for them and do that. But all we keep talking about is how there's so many tag teams, and yet there's a lack of opportunity for all different kinds. Now you're adding two of the top people in professional wrestling, period, and putting them in a tag team. They got to win the titles. Is that a Vince booking? Um, I don't know if it's a Vince booking, but you're severely hurting that entire division again. Well, it's not making it. It's not making it any I better. Are they going to make them a tag team or are they going to make them a faction? Are they going to make a faction out of this? Would that change your mind? Yes, absolutely. Big time. Because then, okay, if you're doing singles. Because if they start as a team and they're just fade, facing like mid, mid-card teams mm-hmm. and it's more of a recru- recruiting type thing where they want to see if they got the chops to hang with them and they kind of recruit them. Yeah. if Because I really don't see them to being – they, I don't see them for leapfrogging the Bucks or leapfrogging Red Dragon, who just got there, literally like just got there a couple weeks ago. I like I don't see them leapfrogging them. Uh, Proud and Powerful is now making their resurgence. Yeah, and they're over with the crowd, which is what you want. I think if this is going to be a team, I think this isn't going to be a team like a team that wins. Like, I think that they're going to be a team that is always at each other's throat. Not like a team, hell no. Not like that. Not a comedic. I think it's going to be more along the lines of, like, the bar when they first started out. So, Seamus is Yeah, but then they ended up winning the titles, like, seven times. I'm sticking with that storyline. I think... That's what I I mean. I think that ruins the tag. But I here's the thing is you don't need to put them into that picture right away because then you have so you have it set that hey they don't have a record as a tag team. They have to have a record as a tag team. Do they? Do they though? Yeah, yes. Red, Red Dragon didn't have if, a freaking record. Oh uh, man, come on. Like <laughs> it, it, it's very convenient when they say that it those actually matter and when they don't. Like I, I don't think they do. I don't I don't think they need a record. I think it's fucking Brian Danielson and John Moxley. If they want a title shot, they're getting a fucking title shot. Like I just don't I don't there's no I, way. It could also work out that they try to be a tag team and it doesn't work and it leads to a huge blow off match. I hope it's more of a faction and they do recruit. I don't think you get a, like I that. don't think you get a blow off match between the two of them. Mm-hmm. No, I don't think you do. I think I don't know. I'm just speculating. Well, I'm yeah, we're, I think we're all just speculating at this point, but I I I don't think I think it, it is more of a faction type to get more eyes on more people. Mm-hmm. Which is what they've been doing. 
and it seems to yeah i mean you get garcia the, in there you get well, that's what i'm like, thinking i'm saying garcia yuda and moriarty i yeah. think that's your faction and you but have now them with, basically with, with roh being a thing now i mean i feel like it's it's gonna be like kind of jumping back and forth for a lot of people. Like, I feel like you're going to get a, a lot of the AEW talent on ring of honor considering well, Tony Khan's booking ring of honor as yeah. well. Like, I think this is his chance to, this is almost like his, I want to say brand split almost. I want to say it's like his NXT. And that's even though he has I'm... half of NXT's roster right now. I mean, but I think, ROH will be his NXT. It'll be. Mm-hmm. I agree. That's what I had originally said was uh, when I, I was just talking. don't know if it, I don't know if it hits NXT level of being that much better than the main oh, product. No. no. And that that's the thing is that like, I it, think you'll see like, like just it like, then does it become an alternative? It just becomes a literal like, no, I think you're going to see a lot of their, like their, their good, good mid carters to lower main event. Going up against like the top indie talent, like for instance, uh, Supercard, mm-hmm. which we now know is being run by AEW, is Swerve versus Alex Zane. Yeah, I mean, you have someone who just got there who's going to be probably one of their, I would say, top mid carders. Nothing against Swerve, but unless they skyrocket him, I don't see him winning a title anytime, like a main title anytime mm-hmm. soon, like the world title. So I think he's going to be like. A heavy hitter, He's, but not like he, their main guy. He feels like he could be a solid run at, at TNT Championship. Yes. I think yeah. I got him above that. Like, I got him, like, being in that, like, top cusp of, like, main title. Because mm-hmm. you got to think about it. He's not going against the the Brock Lesnar's and the Roman Reigns of the world. He's going against people that are now his size that he can go in the ring with a lot longer. Like Until you versus- meet Powerhouse Hobbs, Keith Lee, Wardlow. Yeah. With yeah, Wardlow going into that top title Here's the thing, though. Then. They're all – well, I don't know. I, I honestly haven't – I don't know too much about Wardlow. From what he is, he's a squash match guy right now. He's not He's not yeah. taking on too many significant wrestlers. Yeah. But Keith Lee is someone who could go toe-to-toe with the biggest guy or, like, the ricochets mm-hmm. and make them look really good, too. And mm-hmm. you can't tell me – you can't see Swerve going head-to-head with Adam Page or Adam – yeah, Adam Page and being like, oh, my God, this is a huge mismatch. Like, it's not a oh, huge no, mismatch. Oh, no, I agree. I, I honestly think Swerve, if given the right treatment, could be in the main title picture. I think so, too. But, but I'm saying, I, like, I, I for think now. I think his long-term future is a long TNT title reign. Maybe. I would have said the same thing that, for Lethal, though. And he's nowhere to be found. Yeah. Well, he'll be he'll be a guy that's like a mainstay in Ring of Honor, like the Ring of Honor brand. Honestly, I don't give a shit what they do with Ring of Honor as long as I get Brian versus Gresham. I think that <laughs> I think that will happen. I don't know if that's going to happen on ROH. I think that's going to be like a uh, what would we call their biggest pay per view. All in their biggest pay per view. Is that uh, we calling that their WrestleMania? Is yeah. it? I mean, double or nothing, I, all in. I, I, either I think way, double or nothing was was up there because that was their their second pay per view. I think that's more their like their SummerSlam. I could see that as a match, like one of the main matches, not like main matches, not for a title. Just like 
Danielson and Moxley. Mm-hmm. Like how that wasn't for anything. It was just a match. Like yeah. that would be that. And that and that's unless of- it's for the ROH title, which would be fucking amazing. Yeah. And honestly, I think you'll start to see a couple of the signings that have been getting involved more that you've been seeing on screen, but haven't been doing a lot in moving to ROH, like a Danhausen moving back to ROH. No, I think he'll be, I think uh, if anything, he'll go back and forth, but he's not really, I wouldn't say a Danhausen's go. I would say more wrestler. I think, I think Khan's going to stick to that. Like, Mid two thousands ROH, like I think he's it's going to be all wrestling. I think there's yeah. going to be very few like segments and shit like that. I think it's just going to be all wrestling. Yeah, I think you'll see probably a good amount of the tag teams go back and forth. Mm-hmm. But and that would be great to to do with Ring of Honor is make that more a tag team centric show we got the briscoes are the champs you got ftr who they're going to wrestle at some point we just don't know when and where and for which i mean they've been going at each other left and right lately i think that's gonna be the like your big roh like first pay-per-view aw i think that's your main event is briscoes versus ftr for the titles Mm -hmm. honestly i think that's Mm -hmm. i think that's your biggest main event unless you do danielson versus gresham That would be – I don't even think you have Gresham on that card with the Briscoes and FTR. It's not fair. <laughs> it's, it's not. It's not fair because that's your main event. If it doesn't go on last, that's still your main event. Yeah, no, you're right. I'm, I might not. There's probably plenty of people that disagree with that. But in my mind, I think I'm right. All we can really do is wait and see what kind of format he decides to go with for ROH. Honestly, I'm excited for it. Yeah, I'd be more excited if he came out and said, oh, yeah, we're uh, we're redoing ROH, but we're keeping it at the Armory and the Hammerstein and ECW Arena and, you know. Like, well, bring I'm it- pretty sure there's already scheduled taping at EC or 2300 Arena in April yeah. for Ring so, of Honor. Yeah. You know what I mean? So, I think it's April 11th or 13th, somewhere around there. I hope the baby's born by that. <laughs> you and me both. <laughs> I don't know if you're going to be able to get out there to see it, but. What, you got to roll in, roll in at the count of nine right before the, the, that show oh, happens? That shit better be here by that. No, she has to be here by that point. Anyway, yeah. Um, yeah, I can't. I can't wait to see, like you said, I want to see. What the just the presentation alone, like you know what I mean? Just what are we? Is he going to keep it that down and kind of dirty, kind of Ring of Honor feel? Are you going to add a production to it, more lights, stuff like that? Are you going to NXT two point fu- it up and you know what I mean? Like, no, am I finally going to get my wish and I'm going to get ROH on cable television? Probably. Oh my god, I've I've been saying this for Although, so long. Honestly, tell you the truth, if you could put me in the crowd with a camera and it probably still have a better setup than NJPW strong. So, I mean, I, I don't think I've, I've only watched a couple of them. I don't think I have, I've watched not a single one. Every I've watched a couple and it's just like, I, I don't know if they have like their, like, I, I wouldn't even know like their H squad 
of text there, but it is just not pretty. Like the audio and everything is just so bad. Like I, I hope I'm sure being that Tony Khan owns it, I think they're going to get better production. I don't think we have to worry too much about that. Yeah. I think the production is going to be good because why the fuck would he have shitty production for what's going to be his now baby? If he's booking it. So who the hell's booking AW then? If he's not booking it or is he booking both? Well, he's going to get burned out. He's not going to know what the fuck he's doing. We don't know that. First of all, we don't know that he's booking ring of honor. Uh, He said, yes, he did. He came out and said that he's booking ring of honor. So he's booking Ring of Honor and he's booking AEW. Yes. Yeah, unless right. he's although, relinqu- unless although he's relinquishing I've, some of the bookings in AEW. What I, what I think might end up happening is he might book ROH as his kind of, this is my booking, and then he just goes final say on AEW. He's know? the Vince. <laughs> I was yeah. going to say that. Like, yeah. he, he just goes final say. Like they... You know, wrestlers get more involved with their own creative wrestlers. You know, he can't he, has he a, can't do that, though, being on TV. But and but that's what I'm saying is like you let you have I mean, you brought Regal in who obviously has experience in back booking and production and things like that. You've got other people who have experience doing that. You've got I mean, Taz has ideas. Jr. has ideas where they've been in those situations before that, you know, he God, might I can only, have I can a, only a, imagine a fucking JR booked show. I'm just saying he may have a committee booking AEW in the trenches. And then they have their Vince meeting where they pitch all the ideas that he final says, we don't know. I no, mean, we don't. I think until that's, the until that's the, below our pay grade or above, above our above way our, above above our pay yeah. grade of zero. <laughs> yeah, until until they come out with the backstage documentary, where you know, can't wait to see that fluff piece. <laughs> <laughs> Everything is awesome. <laughs> well, the other thing I do want to touch on because it is the the title is Hangman Page going over at Adam Cole, which I don't think anyone really is surprised by. Mm-mm. I don't I'm think not anyone surprised. really thought Adam Cole was going to win the title. I thought he had a shot. Did you? I didn't. For during the match, I thought he had a shot. Oh, yeah. During the match, I mean, he which tried and something. suspend belief and just kind of lived in it. But at that point, I was fucking exhausted mentally. So I was thinking anything could happen at that point. <laughs> But I mean, running a show till 12 o'clock on five, a Sunday. What the hell do they, th- who do five, they think we are? Five hours of straight wrestling will do that to you. Dude, I was fried. Which is why I'm so happy they split WrestleMania into two nights. Let's face it, that's not, it, that's not going to be a lot of, that's not going to be as much wrestling. No. Yeah. No, it's not. It's but a it's a of, great, a lot of great opportunities to get up and get snacks, go to the bathroom, you know. Get up and get snacks. <laughs> Why don't you have your snacks with you? I have a when I have my mania parties, I have the dining room that I stage all the snacks and food and stuff like that. Do you put up decorations? Oh, oh hell yeah. I break out the Ric Flair robe. I've, not, I've got the not a decoration. I am the decoration, son. <laughs> yeah. You're something. I <laughs> continue. But, but no, so you you know you have the main room where all the chairs are, and then you have your your dining room with all the food spread. And yeah, the I don't catering. like that idea. 
Why not have all the food in the room where the TV is? Will you Why leave a, the room where the... Will you have you have a table with like chips and pretzels and stuff, and then you have a separate room that's the full catering. We do the I same cater thing. my WrestleMania, my WrestleMania Yeah, but we're parties. spoiled, though, because we can see the TV from the kitchen where the food is set up. That's true. Mm-hmm. And that would be either place. Yes. Okay. You got to get an open layout when you get a new house. Come on, man. You got to go I'm, open layout. I, I That's what I'm looking we for. We can man. avoid this whole clusterfuck of going separate rooms and missing shit. Because what if you get ca- caught up in a fucking deep, ravishing Rick Rude conversation and a fucking main event's going on? I tell you the truth. There's only one thing that, that would take me away from a main event, and it's probably Soho Wings. <laughs> that's just Promo- about you, it. Are you working for them? You're promoting no. them on the show now? No, but I, I'll get them on the show, goddammit. <laughs> You'll get them on the show? You're going like, to get wings on the show? I'll, I'll, get the wi- owner, wing. I'll, I'll get the owners of Cafe Soho on this bitch. I don't care. What are we going to talk about with them, wings? There's a reason that Alex Zane calls me the wing guy, okay? I, I just... All right, look, <laughs> then if you could do that every show, we just want... A box of wings to eat while we're doing yeah, the show. And I want to fucking some money for promoting them. All right. <laughs> then there we go. We'll get sponsors. Neither of these things are going to happen. He's never going to bring us wings, and we're never going to get sponsorship from wings. No. We could be the wing guys, but he doesn't want that to happen. He's selfish. Keeping the wings himself. All right. So, anyway, the tag match, I think, was my favorite match. Although Brian and Moxley. Is a very, very, very close second. I just feel like I just, the tag team wrestling and the near falls and all that shit is just so fast paced and so exciting. It's just how can you not love it? Honestly, they know tag, they got the tag team wrestling thing down when they want to. Uh, I think Punk and MJF match of the night. Really? Yeah. Yeah. Because of the story, because everything involved. Uh, the dog collar match, the entrance by Punk, the entrance by Punk was oh goosebumps. My God. Al- that alone, Cantari oh, <laughs> playing, and then the basketball shorts and and track jacket. Oh my God, it was <laughs> it, it was like like fourteen year old me at an R- ROH show losing his mind. And was, that's exactly so what good. like mission accomplished for AEW. That's what they wanted. They wanted that ROH touch to it to kind of make everybody feel that again they bought he bought roh just so he could do that hell yeah <laughs> worth it <laughs> <laughs> let me write this 20 million dollar check just so i can use cm punk's roh entrance hey, i'm filthy rich to, to be honest i i i'm leaning towards agreeing with larry just because i think that I look i mean i'm not going to argue against either of them <laughs> this you're not going to catch like a strong argument this storyline's been one of the best built storylines recently i i honestly the, i think it was using i think CM it was the Punk's most line, an, i think it was the most anticipated once punk came they're like all right we're just waiting for him to be against mjf i mm-hmm. think that was like that was yeah. it like but and but then, then you get it and they do deliver it like this with like callbacks yeah. and yeah, all I sorts mean, of crazy shit intertwined. MJF, mjf using the stupid old old man line mm-hmm. back from roh Yep. And then Punk comes out in his ROH gear. You know, it's it's so well built. And it's, I, I honestly, I think that was the payoff. Not to mention the Wardlow turn. Like, I mean, 
mm-hmm. that was the big payoff. Because look at the you rest got of, pretty much everything you wanted out of that whole storyline. Mm-hmm. Yeah, look at look at the rest of the matches on the show. Like there wasn't the big payoff. Like other than maybe Regal coming out for Moxley and and Brian. Well, that like, can't be the payoff that, because that sets up another angle. That's not the payoff, and that's the thing. Like there, there, that was the payoff of the show. Every other thing, like, is going to be extended. Th- Thunder Rosa, DMD, oh, no, 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 interference. Well, look, no, like, well, I mean, I mean it, the main title, the main title that ended. You don't know who. I mean, so who's who's going to be the next person to yeah. to face Paige? I don't know. Honestly, who's that? The, does Kenny come back? And is it Kenny versus Hangman too? It it might be Kenny, but I think if Kenny's going to come back, you're going to end up with Kenny versus Undisputed Era yeah. versus the Elite. I think you're. I think you're right. Been begging for that since they were in NXT, and mm-hmm. we finally get a chance to get it. You yeah, know, I, th- so, I agree with you on that. I don't think they're going to hold back. I think they're going to get right into that. So I don't think Kenny goes anywhere near the title until he at least. So who's goes main title ready? Is it Punk? Maybe. Um, I really feel like they're trying to keep him away from that title. Keep Punk away from the title. Yeah. Uh, I wouldn't be surprised bro, if Brian came get- in right away. Brian got a shot at the. Title. Brian wanted that shot at the title. I feel like Punk wants to have meaningful stories. And not be near the title just yet. I, well, he's almost at that point of where, okay, you've who are you? Who do you have next? That you who are you going to follow this up? How do you follow this up? I wouldn't be surprised if we don't get maybe at least a month or two of these Lanch Archer like one offs, where you know somebody gets a shot at the title just because they called him out. Kind of thing, and then it's, so who's the next person that's going to call him out? I don't know, honestly. I mean, you could. You do could you do, get? Do you get a, a Malachi Black in there? I mean, you could. Um, you would make get, sense, but you um, need, there's not too many loners. Like everyone's pretty much doing something. Andrade just lost, so he might be one of those people that wants a shot at the title. That at least that would be a really good match. Oh, yeah. Well, like, who is it? I feel like if they're going to go Andrade, Andrade's going to have to be a storyline. I think that that match, that match between the two of them would be too good to be a one-off. Well, here's the thing, though. The match being great could be the build for, I mean, it doesn't have to be a clean finish. It could be, it could be a one-off for now. Yeah. Like Andrade could lose, but he had his foot on the ropes. Or I, it was a I, double count out or some bullshit. Yeah, I don't know who they could throw in there because, I mean. Unless, unless Gargano gets off his ass and he's, uh enters the uh, fray. I doubt that right away. <laughs> I really well, do. He's, you don't think he'd well, be in the title picture right away? Um, well, no, he, I doubt he, that he's coming back right, right now. Right now, yeah, I, I don't think he'll be back for another six to eight months. Uh, just I mean, his baby's kid. like a week old. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like he's not just, any just having the kid. Plus, he's he's really enjoying doing his Twitch streams, um, and playing with people on Twitch. So, I wouldn't put it past him. 
give it another six months before he even considers it. At that point, AEW has to have another television show or some more TV time. They or have, ROH. Or, yeah, but, but also has TV time of some sort. Yeah, ROH on TV. Is Keith Lee ready to step up and be uh, main I title? think that could be a huge match. And the thing is, Keith Lee is good enough that he doesn't need a title win of any sort to, to make him a big deal. Kind of like a Brian where he comes in, he doesn't need a title win to make him a big deal. He comes in, he has um, a, well, I, an amazing match. You're and saying then, Keith Lee's got to go to a 60 minute burner. No, no, no but no, no. no, but I mean, I, I think does, there's a big difference there though. There's a big difference there. I think it's literally or metaphorically, in, metaphorically speaking. Because Keith Lee is a ginormous both. person. Both. Uh, <laughs> no, because you're right. Brian comes in. He doesn't need a title win. He's also very he's much Daniel Bryan. But that's the problem. He's also Daniel Bryan. He's main evented Mania. He's done all this. This is Keith Lee. What Keith Lee do? He had a great run in NXT. He was the was a first double champion. ever double champion. But yeah. he came to Raw. Obviously wasn't used or wasn't liked, whatever it was. Yeah. So Although, he hasn't established... What are, what are, other that than, he deserves that yet. I mean, not too many people a, on that roster besides Moxley. Could, I that. mean, yeah. I mean, theoretically, he did go toe to toe with Roman. He did go toe to toe with Brock. I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna. I mean, I don't think you could justify what he just said because he's not nearly as decorated as Danielson. But oh no, no. I agree with you. Here. I agree with you in the the. Uh, your theory of he could have a couple one-offs like he did with Archer, and I think Keith Lee could be a good one-off for now. Yeah, have a really good showing, but I think still lose. I think you could see a powerhouse Hobbs as well. Pretty much anybody in that ladder match, I think you could that isn't Wardlow. I think could have a a one-off match with Hangman and not be hurt by losing. No, because you're going to expect them to lose, just like Archer. Exactly. Yeah. And it could be Christian. It, for, it could be. It, uh, Christian just started getting back in the ring, though, didn't he? Like, he hadn't had a match, like a singles match in a minute. Yeah, but it's Christian. It, I know. He's Captain Charisma. Yeah. You can't, let just, the cap, you, you can't tell me the captain can't fucking go still. Oh, He's I know he can. Climb the ladders and shit. I mean, mm-hmm. fuck, if, if you're going to go by, by... I'm just talking about people that you don't expect to win but would still... If, be. If you're going to go by that theory, then let's let 62-year-old balcony diving Sting go at Hangman Page. I mean... Yeah, but Christian's in better shape than Sting. Okay. Sting jumped off a balcony through double no. layer tables. Yeah, but he's, <laughs> Sting's also better in tag I, matches. I know. Sting can't, be highlight, I, Sting can't be highlighted in a fucking could, main event title. Honestly, sure. I could see Hangman versus Darby. I could see me I, not caring about that one. As 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 much as I was joking about staying, I honestly think that that Darby's not going to get hurt by losing. What if Guevara loses the title? What if what if Guevara loses the title to Sky? Then is he? Then he steps into the main event picture, like they used to do with the Intercontinental, Intercontinental. title. Yeah, they could. Like you win that, I mean, and you drop it, then you're in the main event picture i i i they could honestly but i think 
Well, they have to build. They have to get something going by well by next month, so they can my, lead into double or nothing. My my thought process is is that you give Hangman a variety of opponents, okay, different sizes, different shapes, different styles. So you've got your Lance Archer. You go to Darby Allen. Land the goddamn plane. Where are you and, going, uh, Darby? I, I think Darby is a rag doll that Hangman can toss around. Will sell the buckshot like nobody's business. I think Darby ends up going up against him next. Not that he comes anywhere near sniffing the title, but I think that's who do you got next? Um, I think the problem and the reason we're having such a hard time, aside from um the amount of talent that don't have the cachet to be a tight main title and main title picture you have the wrong person holding the title because they're so in boring. This, oh, sorry. <laughs> I, oh, I was going to say like in a, in a, a box one mindset, but boring works too. Uh, I, I just think that if there was a heel that would win it, like an Adam Cole, or if I think heels are better with the title, I think baby faces are better always chasing. Um, so I just think that, Hangman, as great Adam as Adam Cole was, just was as over, if not more over than Page last night. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, but it was yeah, in Adam Cole's hometown. hometown. Yeah, it was born, in Adam Cole's hometown. It's not like, his hometown. He was freaking born was, in fucking Lancaster. I know. I'm well aware where he was born. I'm just saying <laughs> he's from fucking it was Farmville, his hometown. No, I just fucking hometown. My ass. It's it's more he's, of he's me thinking about heels. It matters when, who they're announced by, not where they're announced from, not. Where they're actually from, because I'm what pretty sure saying? several wrestlers aren't from. Shut Pops up for a second. <laughs> I'm just saying I think it's better served on a heel. I get that. But I asked you, who do you think is next opponent? I don't. I, I don't think there is as of well. Obviously, there's got to be. See. Do you think that they try and do a long build till May, or do you think that they have one offs until they get the storyline? I don't know what the storyline is going to be. Like, who's his next opponent that's going to draw you in? Something has to be created. Yeah. So a, a story, like I agree with Bill, a story has to... Has there been any inkling of any story besides Omega coming back and winning his title? I mean, I think that's the closest well, thing that anyone could think of. Well, that's the thing, though. Callus on the buy-in last night came out and did his speech, and the immediate thing was he, he immediately dove into Adam Cole will cool. win and be a great transitional champion for Kenny to come back. So I honestly think... They Kenny goes nowhere near the title when he first comes back. I think it's all about Kenny Adam, Kenny Adam Cole. I, I don't, I don't think it goes anywhere near the title. Again, I don't. Unless know. Cole wins the title, here's the thing that WWE actually doesn't have this problem right now because of who their champions are. The problem is that their minor storylines are bigger than their major champion storyline. Like you had. Easy storyline on Hangman. Well, here's the thing: you had two easy matches that were better built and felt bigger, and they weren't even for titles. Mm -hmm. You had the Brian and Moxley felt like a bigger match, and and went on like a bigger match and ended like a bigger match. Then you have MJF and Punk, which felt like it was a main event, Mm -hmm. and then you have your actual main event that. Not for nothing, fall short to those matches. 
and nothing against the match was a good match, but it didn't feel like your main event for your main title. It, it felt like, like Punk won the title. Mm-hmm. And well, here's the thing. Or it felt like Moxley won the title. And, and part, part of me, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to try and say this the way best way I can. Hangman Adam Page is so emotionally separated. Like he's in a fucking safari. Yeah, well, Jen has a lot of birds and they talk. So Hangman Adam Page is so emotionally separated from the yeah. rest of the roster because who gets under his skin? Like Cole got under his skin, but could you tell? Like he, you know, I I don't believe it when you know Hangman gets angry. Like I don't I don't believe it that he got he doesn't angry and, he doesn't sell his facial features he doesn't yeah. sell like a lot of and, other people do and nobody else has any interaction every interaction Hangman has is with somebody from the elite has nothing to do with or Cole like as part of that group that elite group I don't think he has any other connections elsewhere and so the the reason we're struggling to find a person that can go up against him is because he has no other connections to anyone else that's true yeah we don't think of it he, that way he but that's true. doesn't have connections to anyone so who do we think is going to go up to him next we don't know because nobody talks to the guy it's the elite and the dark order and, but, and the like, dark order but, but you're not going to throw you're not going to throw evil uno in a match with hangman yeah i mean where the hell's miro been he's he was out injured i thought I thought was he was, in, I don't fucking yeah. know. I asked Larry. He didn't know. I, I believe I'm too he lazy injured. to figure it out. That doesn't believe, sound like a hundred percent. He just says he believes. Fact checker extraordinary. He, I was just gonna say, yep. yeah. He's out with a hamstring. He pulled reportedly his hand. Nur- reportedly been nursing a hamstring industry for some time. Industry. A hamstring industry. In, in injury. Sorry. Industries over. <laughs> Industry was over here as he was part of the wrestling industry, but yes, and he had, um, a, he had a hamstring industry. Yeah, I saw hamstrings in the black Not, market, nonetheless. Lucrative hamstring. The industry. only, the only people, the reason why I went with that whole series of Lance Archer like one offs is because that's the only way we're going to get somebody to have a connection to Hangman is to just fucking challenge him because. There's no pre-storyline to build to. All right. I'm going to throw away the uh, the wins and loss record thing. What if Jay White's the next person? Fine. Another Bullet Club elite connection. Because that that's the only other thing. It feels like a main event at that point. It feels like it yeah, could I be agree. a main event. Yeah. Because so, he's made of because Jay White has main evented elsewhere. If you like, you have to bring in a main eventer. Like someone that feels like they could main event a match with him. Because they're kind of, at this point, a lot of them are more of prestige than him. Well, the good thing that they did with Jay White. He's a new champion. They, He's never held a prestigious title elsewhere, really. No. Besides the, the a six-man. The good thing with Jay White is that he they brought him in. And they made that initial connection with him, like, throwing the dude against the, the side of the truck. And nodding at the Bucks and Cole, but he walked away and didn't make that, hey, we're together connection. He's a solo person. So he can have that 
you know, challenge Hangman, and he's a big enough name that he could go straight out and challenge Hangman. I think that I think Jay White's a great a great call. I think that's probably your best option to just have him go right after Hangman. If he's Kenny's got enough not of an elite back. connection. And then you have that moment where you could tie those storylines up by, you know, Jay White challenges Hangman and Cole comes out and then Jay turns on Cole and hits Cole and says, you know, I'm here for me, not for some group. Well, they could end up doing the leader of the Bullet Club thing. Like every leader, they got Omega versus White versus Hang or versus Cole. Well, Cole was never the leader of Bullet Club. No. No, no, it was, it was Balor, AJ, Finn, and then Omega, and then Jay White. Yeah, and well, Tom Omega is the only one there. What's that? Wasn't Tom the leader for a second? There was the whole war with Jay White over who was going to be the leader. Yeah, and there was a the same similar to the Cody Omega split. I mean, technically, you consider Cody a leader of Bullet Club, but that was more Cody was the leader of the elite more so than the Bullet Club. He because, was the leader of ROH Bullet Club. Yeah. And, well, that's yeah. what Adam Cole was. He was the no, leader of he wasn't the leader of ROH Bullet Club. Mm-mm. Who was? I don't believe so. Um, because there wasn't ROH factionized bullet club at that point. He had the shirt. Yeah, I know, but I'm saying I don't believe he was the leader. We're gonna have to go club. back and check some facts on this one, too. <laughs> Yeah, I'm a little spotty on my, you know, random non-televised <laughs> factions. Come on, man. You got to get better at this. This is why we bring you on. I'm doing what I can. <laughs> <laughs> That's usually the answer. But That's a good I, answer. I think, I think honestly, the only leaders of leaders of Bullet of Club Cola. you've got is, is Jay White, Omega, Finn, and AJ. AJ. So. AJ ain't going nowhere anytime soon. So, and then, I mean, with with a lot of the talk of NJPW and NJPW strong kind of in introducing itself to the other American wrestling companies, you theoretically could get, you know, grills of destiny come over and well, they're working with impact right now. Yeah. But they also look at all the shows they put on with ROH. Now ROH is owned by AW. So you could do your NJPW versus ROH which is basically NJPW versus AEW, or you do all three of them and it becomes a super card. An actual super, super card. card. Yeah. <laughs> then you say super card and it actually becomes super card. I mean, but you go from there. I still think the Briscoes and FTR main event that <laughs> super card. <laughs> I, I I'm fucking doubt doubling it. down on this goddamn. I wouldn't doubt it, but I, I'm just saying, you know, you could also have you know, the Bucks versus Gorillas of Destiny. If you're going to do that whole like Bullet Club split thing, I mean, that's that in and of itself is a main event as well. Very true. Or you do Bucks, mm. Red Dragon, and Gorillas of Destiny because then and Red Dragon has the ROH back too. Well, you got and the Good Brothers, Good Brothers, and the Good Brothers too. You could have like. The Bullet Club war other than Red Dragon because they were obviously not undisputed are. Yeah. Those yeah. UE guys. <laughs> yeah, those it was NXT Dusty's. Bullet Club, let's be honest. <laughs> it, was, it was NXT Bullet Club. 
Bless you. Oh, trying. It's not working. <laughs> trying to sneeze. There it is. Ah, bless you. Thank you. Uh, I wanted to kind of talk a little bit of WWE, uh, especially because there was two. No, because this no, time, no. this time, I want to stick up for WWE because they actually did something right this week, uh, last two weeks, and that's you finally put the title on Ricochet. Finally, get him that mid card title that he so deserves. And then you have Finn Balor also getting a title, which is weird this close to Mania that they're switching these two right away. The Ricochet one makes sense. Yeah, that takes oh, away. Yeah. You don't want you don't want Knoxville versus Zane being for the IC title. No, no absolutely it's, not. It's because it's Mania. You know Knoxville's going over. So yeah. at that point, like why have the IC title involved and bring its reputation down even further than it already is? All they got to do is do a ladder match. That's it. Mm-hmm. That's all they have to do is a ladder match. Yeah. I fuck it. Why not? I mean, they should unify those two titles too. As much as it pains me to say that, dude. I don't care about do you, the United States title. That's what I I'm saying. That's why I'm saying unify. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Unify or get rid of one. I say you get rid of the, the, and you have that champion travel to both shows. Yeah, each every they should only have one set of titles regardless, and the main champion should should travel between shows. Maybe not every week, but you have enough champions where you could have. Say you have, they seem to be leading towards with this title versus title match. It they need to. You have champions that you don't even care about. Bill, who goes over, Brock or Roman? Roman, easily, easily. I'm Easily. Still, I'm still torn, but I know it's WWE, so I'm going to lean on the air of caution and say Roman as well. But I kind of want Brock I, to win. I think that's your star maker moment. You have Man, Roman that is, I, know. Brock. I disagree. I like this incarnation of Brock so much better than any other oh, incarnation yeah. of Brock. I think he needs oh. to win and just fucking continue to be this Brock. Happy Lumberjack Brock is the shit. He's love- fucking slapping hands and fucking... Kissing babies and shit. Yeah. Like this is the this is the best Brock. Exactly. He and got rid of Heyman and now he's talking on his own and he can actually do it. And that's and that's why are thing. we not doing this every week? Just give he's and, fun Brock. But but here's the thing. He's fun Bobby. <laughs> yeah, but but here's the thing. You're endearing Brock to the fans to get a heel over. You endear Brock to the fans. Fans cheer Brock. Roman goes over. Roman becomes fans boo Brock. <laughs> fans boo Roman. Fans cheer Rock. Fans boo Roman. You did go very Tarzan there, Bill. Hey, I'm sorry. Well, I'm just trying to get my statement in before somebody interrupts me. Well, maybe make it a little bit more fucking non-elementary. But no, uh, I think fan boo Brock. <laughs> I think you endear Brock to the fans. It's like Serrano, and then the fan. <laughs> You have no marbles. <laughs> oh, uh, man. This is downhill real quick. Can't hit the curve. <laughs> bat, bat no like curve. Oh, my God. So, okay. But anyway, you adhere the fans to Brock. And you... So they suck me in. I like this Brock. I, they don't have then, to build up Brock. Brock's already built. But, but no, I'm saying you build up Brock as this, you know, like he's funny and, you know... He, he, he kind of is. He jokes around with the fans and he high fives people and stuff. I wish he had a bigger cowboy hat. 
Like a novelty cowboy hat. What, what Doug Dimidome his hat and just have it get bigger and bigger every episode? Yeah. But I want him no. the tur- I want him uh, Turd Ferguson, Burt Reynolds style hat. It's a big hat. It's funny. Uh, <laughs> but but you exactly. get him. <laughs> but you put you put Roman over that, and Roman uh, Roman can't go over the big hat. He can't. He's too big. <laughs> You have him big hat Brock. Yeah. Fans boo big hat Brock. You know you completely Brock. lost it, right, Bill? Oh, I'm well. Aware. I was gone. I was you gone see, before we started. You see how many words I've spoken since you lost it? Mm-hmm. <laughs> Zero. <laughs> Nonetheless, you got a good question in there. You start. You started the. You started the downhill trajectory. I really did. <laughs> I did. It was his yeah. fault, not mine. You were you were the piss stripper this time. I guess. Yeah. <laughs> the piss stripper. So. <laughs> <laughs> what a terrible name. You must work out on like Allegheny. <laughs> A and A, here we come. Probably love on its way. Ladies and gentlemen, coming to the stage for the first time, the piss stripper. You're going to want your fucking uh, hazmat suit on for this. <laughs> the first three rows at plastic like a Gallagher show. Yeah. <laughs> anyway. Again, that wasn't my th- fault. That was his fault. I think I think Roman goes over. And I, think I, don't- I think you're right. I think you're right but only because... Brock's only think, there. To, he's temporary. He's always temporary, think, but he's yeah. at least this is a meaningful temporary. He he takes his his flannel and axe and goes home. Yeah, Mania. Yeah, and then you're then you are absolutely one hundred percent completely fucked on whoever beats Roman. Roman might not get get beat for another year. Yeah. It's the amount of time that you're going to need to build someone else up to potentially beat him. The only one even close remotely is Rollins. What yeah. has to happen this year, actually at Mania, is the entire the rumored Stone Cold Kevin Owens match has to happen because if you're going to build someone to beat Roman, that's where it begins. Because Kevin Owens gets put over at Mania by Stone Cold in Texas, you're you're Superman level, and then you have Roman go over, he unites the titles, and then you have. Uh, Kevin Owens and Roman Reigns, and you build all the way to SummerSlam. Some fuck yeah, till SummerSlam. Like I want this long, long. Do you program. think they're going to unify? Going to last the SummerSlam? Here's the thing: they're going to unify the titles, okay. which means they're going to have one title. Which yeah. means that now the Money in the Bank holder has tell, to cash in on Roman. Or tell Brock. you the truth, I don't. I don't think Owens versus Stone Cold happens. I don't think it does no, either. Starting to I think like I think less. you get Owens versus Theory with Stone hey. Cold as special guest referee. Yeah, you're already getting McAfee versus Theory. Yeah. Oh, that's right. Yeah. Yeah. Can't happen. Plans change. Yeah. Card subject to change. Yeah, I don't think that one's changing. Yeah, because they were originally going to have McMahon versus Theory. So. No, I thought it was McMahon versus McAfee. That's what I thought too. No, I thought it was originally McMahon versus Theory. Hmm. Either because way. the whole thing they were having with the backstage segments with McMahon yeah. and Theory, that they were going to build up to McMahon versus Theory. By the way, that, that fucking McAfee-McMahon interview was phenomenal. Oh, yeah. It was so fucking good. Oh, and, it, I, and, and that humanized Vince so much that, like, 
Honestly, I think one of the one of the hardest times I laughed in that entire interview was when he McAvee starts talking about working with Michael Cole, and you just hear Vince go horrible, horrible person. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> he called him a piece of shit. He's a, a piece <laughs> of shit human being. <laughs> like that was hilarious, and it humanized Vince. And yes. I think that did more for Vince from a branding perspective than anything wwe could do it, he was the most mm-hmm. talked about person for that day for sure yeah mm-hmm. and i think mcafee was the perfect person to do the interview because mcafee's so laid back it let mm-hmm. vince be more human because if it was vince doing a straight interview um, would have done nothing it would have been boring would have done nothing yeah but him joking around you know throwing wrestling terminology and talking shit that humanizes vince like a, oh vince is just like us and well, yeah, we know that's not true. Yeah, it, it helps you forget the laundry list of people he we released over the past the three years. Of, not only that, the but of suspending disbelief. Okay, <laughs> very true. Hey, I don't know. He released those people. A lot of them are starting to land on their feet. <laughs> I mean, you feel bad when someone gets released, but there's so much wrestling out there. Then and they, they just, walk out in the middle of a Moxley Daniel Bryan match or Brian yeah. Danielson match. And <laughs> I mean, slap C- them both. Cesaro's next. He'll be there for sure. I think he, Cesaro goes to the ROH rather than AEW. I don't think I see him on AEW. We were talking about this and I, I wanted, we wanted to see a uh, ROH faction be, I wanted to be headed up by uh, Samoa Joe to go against I don't know, whatever faction they have in AEW. Fuck it. Do an invasion storyline. That's that's originally what I said. Mm-hmm. I uh, mean, you could do it right. I mean, look but at if the you're people gonna do that a, you have. If you're going to do an invasion, you have to have the right person to do the invasion, and they have to be able to talk. So that's why it's got to be some I mean, your, your Austin turn moment of that is CM Punk. You have CM Punk flip to our the ROH invasion side and that just changes everything. And he would probably do that because he's a huge Stone Cold fan too. Mm-hmm. Right? And he'd probably love to run that type of angle. He'd wear a Stone Cold shirt while doing it. Probably. And Very true. You, you have him flip to the ROH side and turn. Not only not not only that, but now that does so much for ROH. Right? And that's what I'm saying. You have CM Punk turn for ROH, just like the WCW it, guys, mm-hmm. it changes an entire roadmap of right. where ROH could go. No, you're right. So, because you could theoretically have have Punk wrestle occasionally in ROH, but you could have him. He could be general manager of ROH for no, his long. I'm saying for long term future, like once he's done, and you have him. You have him booking the show. What and, a full circle that would be. Right? right? That's what I'm saying. <laughs> that's that's a storyline that Punk would get behind. Is that he like we was know once. <laughs> that, well, look at the line you get from that. You get that. I was once in your shoes. I was the anti-authority, anti-GM. I went against everyone. And now I am the authority. God, that, he, he goes full Triple H. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> basically. And he starts pedigreeing people. <laughs> tell, tell me that doesn't sell. And then Cody cries. <laughs> I'm, I'm saying, tell me that was that, supposed to be me. 
Tell me CM Punk doesn't doesn't go for something like that. Nah, you're I, right. I don't know. I don't know Good. the guy. I would like to say it. Does that count? I don't know if he would go for it. Mm. I'm just saying. I don't know you if Pepsi could do Man something goes for that. like that. You could do something like that. I agree. You could, but I'm not saying that he would go with that. I don't know. Mm-hmm. Yeah. He's saying it like he's like, yeah, I'll pitch this idea to him <laughs> right now. I'll call him up. Yeah, let me let me give him a call. <laughs> let me email fucking up. Tyler Breeze and then tell him to let me get Punk's number. <laughs> All right. I think uh, that's how we're going to cut it. We hope you enjoyed the show for some reason. If you did, thank you. <laughs> and, uh, <laughs> we hope you uh, watch again. We hope you enjoyed it. You thanks. really sold this one, didn't you? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> thanks for watching. Have a great one.